You will be. You know what I love about this, Jeff, is that Phil will be here when we need him. <laughs> and I go to sleep with that thought every night. I'm like, you know what? If anything goes bad, Phil's going to be here if I need him. He's always him. there for you. He's always there for us, right? Uh, Jeff, well, I got to ask real quick. Um, how do you know Phil? Where do you... Producer Phil, the best, the best producer, uh, producer in this Phil, here lakes. Let's see. He, uh, he produces a lot of things, doesn't he? He produces yes. uh, jokes on the internet. That's mostly how I know him. I know him through really? uh, Facebook, Facebook groups. Uh, you know, making, oh, cool. Making, making funny memes. He is a meme maker. So is. Um, that's question number one. I, I, I feel comfortable with that uh, answer. Thank you. Jeff, uh, Windows 90, 98. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about Windows 98? I miss it, honestly. Yeah? Is that is that the background of Windows 98? Your background? It is, is, isn't it? It is bliss.jpg. Bliss.jpg. I love it. Awesome. is presented by OIT VoIP. Enhance your client's communication abilities with our VoIP solution, featuring integrated billing, on-demand training, and live U.S. support. Collaborate seamlessly with Microsoft Teams integration and put your entire phone system in your pocket with MobileX. Improve your offerings and increase profitability with reliable service for one-tenth of the average MSP acquisition cost. To learn more, visit OIT.co or dial 844-CALL-OIT. So you ready? To, you want to just kick this off? Can we just, I'm, I'm going to jump right into it. I'll go ahead yep. and do some yep. introduction and we'll get going. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone of all ages out there in internet world. My name is Aaron Bolton and this is 38 at 38 where we tell ridiculous job stories. Uh, my guest today, I'm very happy to have uh, Jeff Marzak uh, coming straight from Windows. It's got to be Seattle, right? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be, but definitely Close. from Windows 98. Jeff, how you doing? Um, I'm doing well. Um, close. Windows 90. Uh, no. What am I saying? Windows XP. Oh, that's it is Windows XP. XP. Is bliss. Windows XP. Uh, so uh, did I tell the story? Maybe not. I used to sell uh, computers, like okay. compact you know, computers right, with right. the speakers yep. that hung on the side of the monitor, yep. that those were super cool, like almost shaped like footballs. And... Mm -hmm. It was uh, computers. It was uh, Windows XP definitely had just been out. I think it was like late 2000, Windows XP, and they just busted out Windows ME. You remember Windows ME? Yep, that was yep. like garbage. I just remember that was being so garbage. Did that come, that came before XP or after XP? That was before. That was before. XP was the answer to XP the apology. The, yeah, yeah. XP was the, the correction. Right. Like, so, sorry, guys, we missed with that ME thing, but don't worry. We got XP. We'll just go up the alphabet. Nice. Uh, Jeff, if you could, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work background? Because I've got a couple questions work related that if you know them, great. If not, I just like to ask them. But what, what, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Jeff. Um, I've been in IT for probably about six, seven years. Um, started with, uh, sorry, my cat's going crazy over there. Um, 
started in a uh, medical setting. So I worked in a hospital for a little bit uh, under an MSP. That was, uh, you know, the client I was assigned to, but I was still working for an MSP. Um, <clears throat> then I joined the company I'm with now, which is All Covered. And that is the uh, IT support uh, company owned by Konica Minolta. Oh, very cool. Good. And I'm a uh, technical nice little name drop. Yeah, named. I'm a uh, technical you know. services <laughs> consultant. Very cool. Um, so I manage uh, finance accounts, uh, 35 of them, I believe. And uh, I'm technical point of contact for that escalation, uh, that kind of thing. Nice. Okay. So here's a question for you. When did you, where, when did you say you started working? Like when was your first job? And you can take, like here, we take it back to anything that's a job that's considered... Job. Anything that you've done for money and you had some type of clientele or customer, you know, so maybe mom telling you to clean your room and here's some allowance. That's not, but mowing the yards in the neighborhood when you're 12 years old and getting some money, then that I, I'd consider that a job. Let's see. First job. Um, I mean, as a kid, I definitely tried to go around the neighborhood with a shovel <laughs> asking people, oh, do you, do you need a, do you need a, you know, your, your driveway shoveled? No, I so wasn't going around in the summer with a shovel. Oh, well, I'm from Florida, so I'm okay. thinking, why? <laughs> it took me a second to realize, yeah, that's right. There, It snows in places. So, yeah, yeah, I should have specified I'm in uh, New Jersey, so it gets yeah. a little cold sometimes. Just walking around with a shovel. Can I fill your holes? <laughs> I see you woke up this morning and there's a bunch of holes in your in your yard. Notice your you lawn did this, is uneven. <laughs> yeah, your lawn's uneven. <laughs> nice. All right, so, so but, uh, dude, how'd, yeah, that, no one how'd ever, that work out? No one ever went for it. I don't know. I guess they don't no? want like a 10-year-old kid shoveling. Yeah. Well, I guess they're, you know, they, they believe in child labor laws or something. Right. Come on. You got to, <laughs> they got, you know what I always go back to when I ever think child labor laws. And for some reason for, I, I use this as a, uh, as an argument almost sometimes with my, with my wife mm -hmm. years back, we've been together for 20 years. So I've been, I've now able to look back at myself as a 20 year old and that's 20 years ago. So I'm okay with being like, that guy was an idiot. He didn't know what he was thinking. <laughs> but, uh, when my wife would say things like, you know, like a protective for children, you know, anything about child protection, right. Which I'm not against, don't get me wrong, but I, I go back to a national geographic picture I saw of this four-year-old kid, five-year-old kid in, I believe is the Philippines with like a sickle and just like, you know, cutting down the grasses with a sickle. Mm -hmm. And for some, and I got that image caught in my head when I was a teenager. So it, it got into the deep tissue and it was like, you see, if a four-year-old can do it, then, you know, kids can work hard. Kids can work hard. And I, that's true, but not four-year-old with a sickle hard. We don't need that. That's too hard, too hard of work. After plowing the field with a sickle, he smokes a cigarette, right? Has a shot of whiskey, just a shot you know. of whiskey, and then he needs to learn his ABCs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the next the afternoon lessons. After you got to get all that hard work done in the morning before that sun beats down on you. <laughs> Kids know. Kids know. Awesome. All right. So, uh, started working. Uh, what about? Okay. So that you said that didn't pan out. Shoveling the snow. What about after that? Okay. So I guess a real, real job um let's see i was 16 freshly turned 16 and it was cbs hires at 16 nice walked right down the street to cbs got hired 
worked there for about two years. I feel it's a, a lot. Pretty decent first job. Kind of weird to be selling cigarettes when you're 16. Right. <laughs> right. It was back when CVS held cigarettes. <laughs> right. Yeah. They put their foot down a few years back. No more cigarettes. Yeah. I remember people got really angry about that. Like, yeah, there's options. You can go other places. You yeah. can go I mean, every other place. Yeah. So I've, how many jobs did you have in high school? Was it CVS all the way through? Uh, CVS and I worked at a local cafe towards my later, later years in high school. Yeah, thinking back really in high school, out. I feel like it was easier to get jobs back in high school, not just as a high schooler, but like, I mean, you know, compared to me now, you know, why, <laughs> why, why can't I find this VP job? I'm wondering, no, it's, you know, <laughs> even for high schoolers, my, my niece just turned 16 and it took her a while before finding a job and she's awesome. Uh, maybe I, I, I need to pull it back because it maybe it's her. I don't know. I found my job pretty quick. Got to talk to her. No, but I, it, I guess it's all the way around. Cool. And let's see, final question before we get into the meat. What, like, do you know how many jobs you've had? Or can you count them up or just off the top of your head? Maybe 12. 12? Okay. I think 12. that's a solid number. That's a solid yeah. number. You get some good, so. you get some good uh, a mix around there. You get some good experiences, meet, you know, different people, different places. That's a good mix. Awesome. I mean, I, I kind of got into IT late. I was uh, waiting tables for a while. Then I decided to get into IT once I went to school for it. Nice. But, Where'd you uh, wait yeah. tables? A uh, couple of restaurants around Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Everybody yeah. loves Cracker Barrel, right? But I, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. My wife loves Cracker Barrel. She loves it, but I'm, I'm just okay with it. I, I think it comes down to like, I grew up country like that, like right, that right. cooking. I grew up like that. So it's, if I can cook it at home with the natural ingredients that I have in my pantry, like, I, I don't know, but you probably have better ingredients in your pantry than there. Right. But you know, one thing that we, we don't, we don't play around with and we've, uh, we did this, I think. Yeah, it was our first Thanksgiving. My wife and I were married. Our first Thanksgiving. And my sister-in-law, man, she's been working at Cracker Barrel since she was 15 or 16. And now she's 30. And she still works wow. there as like a server, like one day a week. She has a job, you know, like a mm -hmm. legit job. But she works mm -hmm. there one day a week just to get her 30% discount. So, uh, which is it. great. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. My wife loves to buy stuff from there, but I can't get mad because it's 30% off and she always gets a clearance item. I mean, what am I? Well, how can I complain? But yeah, um, yeah the, the I just I'm just not. It's OK. It's it's how what would the, what would the youngster say? It's mid. It's, it's mid. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. So mid. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of mid. Right. But it, but it, I'm not hating on it. I'm, I'm just not someone's right. like, yeah, Cracker Barrel. Let's go. Cool. All right. So got into IT. All right. So this is the part. I like this part. I love all this part, but we're going to ask you, or you're going to tell us a, a, a weird story. Wait, did I? Yeah. I introduced us. You're, <laughs> this is the part of the, in the podcast where you're going to tell us your most ridiculous job story. You've come here to share one of those with us and we will be listening right afterwards. Then uh, we'll, you'll tell me that quote that you've, that you've uh, selected for one of my jobs and we'll get in that combo. So what is this ridiculous job story? Okay. So ridiculous job story. It's kind of just a ridiculous We're, working in a hospital is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So as I said before, I was working for uh, an MSP and I was placed at a hospital, you know, since that's, that's their client. 
Um, the hospital was uh, Hackensack Meridian Health Network. Um, <clears throat> so this is my first first IT job out of school. So I, I finished school. I did like a, a nine month program, got my A plus certificate, made progress towards Network Plus and Security Plus. Um, you know, I thought, you know, you know, I, I was I was nervous. You know, um, I showed up for my first day of training. It was at a data center outside of one of the hospitals. And that's like where their their IT and, uh, you know, their their application support hangs out and works. Um, I get there and immediately there's like, I don't know, six other employees there. One guy who's training with me, who actually I went to school with. So that was strange. Um, kind of cool. Was it like a hey, guess, or did you guys pretend? Yeah, like, no, it was like hey. Other? Oh, that's cool. It's like I know we didn't we didn't keep up with each other after school, you know. I don't know. Um. So yeah, the guy who was like training me, he just had like this 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 TV set up, and it was like a live stream of some beach in Mexico, I think. And anytime it would go out. I don't know. It, it was just like, you know, it was just like a live stream that he it was had a live stream of a beach. In Mexico? Liked, yeah. He liked to, everybody liked to see, you know, women in bikinis walking by. Oh, no. He was, yeah. I was, my, so my mind, <laughs> sorry, was, I'm trying to keep it PG, like, PG friendly no, no, here. No, you can definitely, you can definitely say it. It's fine. We'll even go PG 13. Okay. <laughs> well called the uh, booby no. cam. Yeah. <laughs> no boobs. <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah, that's, Okay, all right. I was thinking, okay, serenity, serene, and for some reason, I was like, like, yeah, why, why that one beach in Mexico kind of be just other beaches? But no, they knew that. Oh yeah, they knew. I'm on this beach in Mexico. I'm seeing, I'm seeing some inappropriate work stuff. This is not safe for work at work. Yep, big like 42 inch monitor set up on the wall. (laughs) Um, It's not even hiding. No, not not at all. No, no. I mean, he was, he was, he was like, he was like the the lead tech there or whatever. Um, so yeah, not a very, not a very, um, I guess you'd say PC environment. No, no. doesn't sound yeah. like it. Yeah. Which is, um, which is fine, but you know, there's that, that line, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Especially if it was explicit that everyone knew, no, we have this up here. Look, we can even control the zoom. <laughs> 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 We, no, this, that, this is specifically why we have this up here. Yeah, that's that's probably too far. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this is my first day of training. I get there. I have like two weeks of training here before I'm sent to the hospital where I'm going to be stationed, whatever. And uh, part of training, you know, just servicing the local area, not not the hospital that's out that it's uh, located outside of, but remote sites. So one of them was a, uh, a rehab that I was uh, installing new computers in. You know, basic computer setup, easy. But I go to leave, and I realize I uh, left my badge. So I left uh, the badge, which can open all the doors in the rehab. That's what I was saying. in the yeah. rehab. So you have you have like clearance on that badge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, argued with the staff a little bit. They didn't believe me. Um, <laughs> I didn't have like a uniform shirt. Right. At the moment, so they didn't know who I was. They thought, "Are you a patient? Like, what's your deal here? Who are you?" And uh, you know, I show my license. I say, "Like, you know, I'm an employee here. You know, can you call uh, the hospital or, or somebody?" And 
they do. They ask around. They're like, who is this guy? We, uh, we, oh, we don't know. You're brand new. You're brand they're going new. Over like they're, they're going over like their, <laughs> their, their list of patients. They're like, oh, no, we don't have a Jeff. We don't have a Jeff. Oh, but we haven't seen this guy in a while. Is it him? I was like, it's not me. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not me. I don't belong in this rehab. <laughs> what, so wait, what am I doing so wait, here? Just to get my mind straight. So you, you were working in the rehab and you left your card somewhere in the rehab? Yes. Okay. So you are still in the rehab? Yes. Okay, I just want to, you are in the rehab. You cannot find your card and you're trying to talk to the staff, trying to, t- and they're like, mm, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty you elaborate uh, get out. excuse get you came you. up with here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I have the to day. call. I have to call the guy who's training me. You know, interrupt his his booby cam watching, and uh, tell him like, "Hey, uh, Terry, can you can you come to the this rehab down the street? Like, I can't." And get he out. had to come. Yeah, he had to come. Couldn't do it he over had the to, phone. Like signed out. No. He had to like show up. <laughs> be like, "Hey, this is a. Uh, I'm training this guy. I don't know if he belongs here yet." <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, he might. He might. And give us, give me a year working with him. We we might drive him to 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 go here. Um, oh man. So, but you got out. And do you feel better that yeah. you were that you spent some time in there? Did you did you pick up on any good tips? Any tactics? Strategies? Yeah, I think it, I think, uh, I think it really changed me. I think. Uh, All right. I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna relapse. Not not any not anytime soon. Not with that experience. That would that's wild. So so. I want to. I want to ask. I'm curious about how was the uh, the the environment or the culture on that team. How long did you work on that team? Uh, like I said, I was only training there for like two weeks. Okay, so it was just so okay. So once, you were just training there for the two. Once weeks. I left there and went to the hospital, it was uh, a little better. Um, right. It wasn't quite like that. Um, let's see. Uh, when I got to the hospital, probably the earliest crazy thing that happened was I, I uh, had network problems in one of the uh, ERs or one of the uh, sorry operating rooms. So you know I put on my scrubs and everything, got scrubbed up, cleaned up, decontaminated, whatever, and uh, went in while During there was the surgery, surgery being performed. Yes, and uh, I guess that would be okay. <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> Nobody seemed to pay any attention, of course, because they're busy performing surgery. Oh, man. What if the spouse is just like kind of outside, just looking, and they see you go in? They're like, what's that guy with a bag, a tool bag? (laughs) Why is no one stopping him? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's, that's, that's fun stuff. Yeah. I, I, man, I don't know if I could, if I could, obviously, I could work in a hospital, you know, I could, but man, I would be so last year. Last year, uh, mm-hmm. my dad went to the hospital, um, wild, wild freak thing with his heart. But while I was there, he's okay now. Let me not just turn it around on me. So my dad was at the hospital and what happened to me? <laughs> so while he was at the hospital that first night, I stayed the, the day there with him. And then I went back to, uh, to his place. I was visiting up in North Florida, went back to his place, uh, in the evening and I scratched, I remember, I remember it happening. I went into the bathroom and I had, you know, those pimples that get like right on the tip of your nose, the most right. annoying things in the world. And I had that and I, was, I looked in the mirror and I kind of scratched it. I scratched it and it bled a little bit and, you know, and it was fine. Uh, or so I thought I, it was, that happened maybe in the afternoon that day. 
by the time I got home, I was just feeling, or to my dad's house, I was feeling nauseous. I woke up the next morning. I mean, I was sick. I was dog sick. And I was like, I told my stepmom, we got to go. Drove three hours, went back home, just knocked out, had a fever. I ended up getting um, staph infection. Oh, no. Staph, yeah, just for, and that was it. And my nose, and I, and I did not take any pictures. I can't believe I didn't take it. There's got to be a picture somewhere. But my nose and my upper lip swelled up so big, it looked like I was a Whoville character. Oh, my like God. It, it looked, like I had no, you know, like I, there was no transition. I mean, I, I, was, I was telling my wife, I was like, I, was like, I, I think I might – I might have to have reconstructive surgery. Like I was, I, yeah, but I mean, I didn't. And it's funny. I, I think I was, yeah, I was, I was telling that to my best friend. He's known me since high school and he's like, okay, Aaron. I was like, no, let me show you. And I video chatted with him. He was like, whoa, okay. Okay. <laughs> Luckily I, uh, I didn't have to do that yet. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing that your story, your stories with us. I, I appreciate it. I'm about to ask you for uh, the quote that you have selected that uh, pertains to one of my jobs, but I'm going to ask you that right when we come back from this message. Are you sick and tired of slow internet? Is your download speed a drag? Then you need Network Lubricant, a personal lubricant for your internet-connected devices. Perfect for Cat5, 5E, 6, 6A, 7, and 8 cables. Just squirt a little on the tip and wipe down the shafts to ease your network speeds into overdrive. No more herky-jerky connections. No more stop-and-start video sessions. Just glide right into the information superhighway like a pro. But that's not all. Act now and you'll receive one free port plug. Protect your Ethernet port access and stimulate your outlets all at once. To order, just call 1-833-MSP-NETWORK-NOW. Please allow four to six weeks for delivery. Shipping and handling may apply. Hi, I'm Ray Rossini. And I'm Tony Francisco, and we're the hosts of MSP Dispatch. Every Tuesday and Friday, we'll bring you the news, community events, and discussions that are important to MSPs today. Whenever possible, we'll also include industry experts to provide their insight, and all within 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Pocket Casts, Spotify, iTunes, and your favorite podcatcher in audio or video form, or everywhere you want us to be. We hope to see you next time on MSP Dispatch, your source for news, community events, and commentary in the MSP channel. All right. And we're back. All right, Jeff. Uh, let's hear it. You have selected a, a quote. I've sent you some uh, list of quotes. Each quote has to do with a different job of mine that I've had. Each one of my jobs have just some ridiculousness with it. And uh, so go ahead and hit me with that quote. And let me see what I can, what I can remember. All right. Hey, Aaron. How would hey, you hey. like to refinance your mortgage and reach platinum level in six months? Oh, that would be great. I hope I keep my career options open. All right. So this was, wow. Uh, I'm going to say this was 2004, 2005 ish, 2004, 2005. Um, there was a company called Primerica. I think it might still be around. Primerica Financial Services. Yeah. Yep. You've heard of Primerica Financial Services? How, how have you heard of or what do you, what what uh, information do you have about them? Can't say. The name just sounds familiar. Maybe it's just like one of those names. It sounds very generic. It does. It sounds like 
I haven't I? I thought I had an account with Prime America. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. What and it's I love the, the five 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 of uh, insurance companies. Right, right. It's Prime America Financial Services, and even ab- abbreviated is PFS. Oh, that's just FS. That's financial service. That makes sense. Yeah, I've got to have an account. I think, I think, I think my four hundred one k is with PFS. So, uh, this was a this uh, was a or is a company that is owned by uh, Citibank, by Citicorp, Citicorp Trust Bank, Citibank. Uh, so large backing, right? And what this company does is financial services company. So Primerica Financial Services, and uh, so you, I would, I was a financial. Let me see. How would I? They said, they said I couldn't say. I think consultant, because they were like it was really funny. It was like all financial services, but like, well, you can't say consultant because you're not a financial consultant. So it was like a financial advisor. I, I forget advisor something. No, it was advisor. I couldn't say. I couldn't say advisor. I could say consultant. So you're like consultant. Consult, there you go. I, but yeah. I could not advise. <laughs> I could only consult. No advising apparently at all. Uh, so. I had to get, uh, I, I would sit across from, uh, from families, from uh, individuals, and I would do a whole financial needs analysis with them, I'd break down uh, their, their budget, and I'd say, hey, here is what we can do to better your financial situation. And they didn't pay me a dime. So the cool part of all this is there was some, I, I was able to do some fun stuff. I was able to learn a lot. Uh, about the fi- about the financial side, but really the financial side of Primerica Financial Services was secondary, maybe even tertiary. Like it, that was not the thing. Primerica Financial Services is a network marketing company, so multi multi level marketing. So I was going to say it sounds like an MLM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it definitely was, and or is, and so uh, there's. Have you ever been involved in MLM? Almost involved in Cutco in high school. Ah, Cutco, yeah. They get everybody. Cutco, yeah. Cutco's a good one. Um, there's, I mean, there's Amway. Amway's like... Amway. I yeah, actually watched a documentary about them a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Very interesting stuff. I, I, I've heard a lot about them. I don't know a lot, but I mean, it's got to be an interesting enough company that, you know, if it started from, you know, as a multi-level marketing, you know, almost mm-hmm. like an Avon-ish kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It was like Avon for men. Yeah. Yeah. And then it grew up uh, or grew out, I believe there's a Q-Star, Quickstar, something like that vaguely coming to mind. That was like their online branch and uh, the arena in Orlando is called the Amway Arena. I mean, so they've, they've <laughs> got to still be doing good. I haven't heard of Amway in forever. But anyways, this is an Amway. This is uh, Primerica Financial Services. But the guy who got me into Primerica Financial Services actually used to be an Amway. Now that I think about it. And he, at his house, he would have like uh, detergents, like in like the generic square <laughs> bottles and everything, you know. Um, and he had like back stock. It was years and years old. Uh, but uh, so I started working at this company because the guy who got me on, he was like a mentor of mine. I was really close with him and he started working there. And I went to, of course, that's how, that's, that's how they get you. They ask you to come to a meeting, you know, Hey, are, mm-hmm. I, I was wondering if you can do me a big favor. Can you do me this huge favor? You're my friend. I know you can do me. A favor. What are you doing Tuesday night? And then the friend's going to be like, Oh no, I'm not doing, Oh, this is going to be a big thing for my friend. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. What do you need help with? I need you to come and check, take a look at this uh, presentation to, and be, give me your honest truth. I don't want to make a, the wrong decision. And, but n- 
knowing full well you've already made that wrong decision. <laughs> you've already made that decision. Uh, so that's that's basically how I went. And I I mean, I was 19, 20 years old, 20 years old, all bright eyed, bushy tailed. And I mean, I would see and this is one of those where uh, I've had a lot of jobs and I've had 38 jobs. And, uh, you know, I tell that people and they're like, whoa, okay, calm down. But a lot of these jobs are, they're like side hustles, second jobs. Uh, in right. high school, I had three jobs at one time, you know, so I'm, I'm always doing something. And this was a secondary job that I had. So I, I guess not having the financial or the responsibility weighing down on me of like, I need to, I need to make money. You know, I could, I, I was able to work, work, uh, with this primerica a little bit more you know i had i had money from a from a day job but so i some things that are pretty legit that are not uh that i i did like this when i realized it was a, a multi-level marketing company i did like some things that set them aside set themselves aside for instance uh it was financial services and you had to get licensed like you had to be licensed by the state to uh to sell some of their products or offer some of their products. And one of the products was uh, life insurance. So at 20 years old, I got licensed for life insurance. And like, I learned so much about life insurance, like more, more so than any 20 year old needs to know about life insurance. Uh, but I learned a lot about finances too. Here's the thing, the life insurance test, man, I, it, you have to get a 72, I believe it was 72 um, to pass. And I passed it on the third try, passed it on the third, third try with a 72. I was like, that's great. It was not an easy test at all, man. Talk about, huh. talk about a trying time, like as 20 years old. And I'm like, I never really, I've had challenges, but when it comes to like tests or something, I was like, oh, I can, I can figure this out pretty. Oh, thank you, Phil. Sorry, Flamingo, uh, Flamingo Phil. Uh, producer Phil popped in here. I got to let you know a Flamingo fact. Flamingos can live for 20 to 30 years in the wild and even longer in captivity. Uh, this fact can be tried, uh, can be tied to the importance of life insurance as a long-term investment, <laughs> much like the low-term, long-term view we must take when considering the, the lifespan of the Flamingo. You know what, Phil? I want to buy all the Flamingo life insurance policies I can. Thank you. Uh, Flamingo fact. We, we, uh, we try to bring, we try to uh, increase the awareness of flamingos in, um, in the world. So it's our little part. It's something we give back. <clears throat> You're welcome, internet. Okay. And uh, so the, uh, the uh, so I got life insurance license, which is great. That was awesome. That's like the first step, but then you can get other licenses and the next license you would get would be the mortgage broker's license. So I got, I got, I was a licensed mortgage broker at like 20, 21 years old. Oh, wow. Um, and, and like, I wish I, that's one thing I wish I would have continued more with it, but I just needed the license to do this type of work. You know, I mean, I could have done so much more work with that mortgage broker's license, but I just needed to do this little this little bit of work, which is what I was right. interested in, you know, with Primerica, which it was just maybe selling a mortgage, but it was all about refinance. It was all about refinancing. So even though it was, I was financially consulting, it was, I was just selling life insurance and refinancing people's loans. Oh, that's no. basically, that's basically all I was doing. Um, the, I was jotting down some stuff earlier on this, uh, uh, when, uh, when I was, uh, what, 
what's it called chicken scratching some stuff down oh man that's right okay so so we would have uh, it was funny all right so i came in there like a firecracker 20 21 years old that number's in i was 20 29 30 years no i was 20 <laughs> 21 years old and i just came in like all energy i was like and that's what that's what's needed or that's what's wanted in these multi-level marketing because our companies because we are our whole team our big team and multiple teams got together at this hotel and uh this hilton over in tampa um every uh saturday morning for like training and like awards and stuff like that and we'd it'd be high energy well yeah you know really excited you know you got to be positive you got to stay positive i love certain things i've taken <laughs> that i still say when i ask a question that is obviously yes or i obviously want a yes to i say you know i ask a question then i say yes or yes <laughs> i give a yes or yes don't give them a choice yeah yeah yes or yes you know it makes it yes or yes i got that from uh from one of the VPs. So we get up there, we got really exciting. I, I, I would get excited. I was, I had no problem talking with people. So very quickly they would put me in front and have me like teach something or do some training. And I had sales background. So they liked that. And there were haters as much of a positive place that there, there was, this was, there were like, there was a few haters that just specifically one guy, this one guy who's like my age and was the guy who was, Hey, spunky before I came around <laughs> and I found out he got upset because I was spunky and fun. And so he would just give me like side eye or I'd see like, I would, you know, we'd get up and everyone clap for something. My name would get called for something. I'd look, he wouldn't be clapping. He'd be, I don't know. The guy, the guy had a, had a, I don't know. It was a so professional weird. hater, right? Just a pro hater, right? A, a financial hater is what he is. <laughs> uh, so uh, we went to, so we'd get together Saturday mornings. That was fun. But the other time we'd get together would be like one time during the week in the evening, maybe a couple times to get people, you know, to sign up, you know? So my thing was I, I'd go to people and say, you know, in the middle of whatever conversation, I'd say, Hey, I was just wondering, do you keep your career options open? Do you, you know, I mean, what, what very rarely, almost never did I hear someone say, you know, no. No, I don't keep my corruptions open. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and I say, oh, well, you know, I'm working with a VP of a financial institution, financial company, and uh, we're looking to expand. And I was wondering if I can pass over your uh, your information. Like the fact that this is, man, 2000, this is almost 20 years ago. And this is just stuff that's just burned into my, into my brain. Um, and it worked on, man, it, it really was. It was a strategy, a tactic to, you know, get a lead and then invite them to one of these meetings or pass it over to the VP and have the VP invite them over to one of these meetings. And it has the best thing that it did for me. The best thing is it got me out of a, uh, of a, a violation of like a ticket. So I, I, I did a slow go roll through a, uh, a stop sign onto like a main and uh, the cop was right behind me, pulled me over, ran my stuff, came back. And I said, right when he came back, I grabbed, he went to hand me my stuff. And I was like, hey, can I ask you, man, thank you. You know, I, I totally get how, you know, uh, I totally get why you pulled me over. But, uh, man, do you keep your career options open? And he was like, <laughs> I promise you. He goes, he goes I mean, I get, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Man, I'm working with a financial <laughs> from a financial company. <laughs> I went right into it and he was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. So, I mean, this is a police officer, right? And it's not like things have changed. 20 years ago, this was like 
what's the police officer doing giving this guy he just pulled over his phone number his cell phone number and like his full name and he was like yeah definitely here you go i was like oh yeah you know uh but hey i'm sorry about this he's like yeah no problem just just go ahead just you know just be more careful that next time you got it i'll be talking to you tomorrow or you know my so a way of getting out of a ticket you just try to recruit them to an mlm 100 percent. it worked i mean i gotta try that damn it, it was almost more of a uh uh a uh, I was practicing. It was almost more of like training. Like, okay, let me just, yeah. cause I got to do it to everyone. Let me see. And I was not expecting him to give me his cell phone number. And I called him, I remember you. I called him the next day and it went to voicemail. I might've called him like maybe only twice because I remember it wasn't much. And when he picked up, I was like, Hey Dan, I was no sheriff. Anything. It was Dan at this point. Hey Dan, how you doing? And remember you pulled me over. He goes, listen, let me tell you right now. Don't call my phone. Just don't even call my phone. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it, bud. No problem. Uh, the uh, oh, there's something that I jotted down. That was uh, so. You ever you ever have a cringe moment? Like just a like a cringe moment that you go back and you can think of years later. I, I do. This is this is one of my. I've got a handful of them. You know, because most times I'm like. I don't, you know, I don't care or I've done something and I've forgiven myself for that, you know, but this one, for some reason, oh, it felt so small. Uh, so we would, uh, you know, we'd get awards or, you know, if you got, if you, if you went on an appointment this week, yeah, you know, everyone clap up for you or whatever you go to the front, yada, yada. Okay. And this was Saturday morning when we all got together, our rah, rah. So mm-hmm. we, uh, it was just one of these days where, uh, this or that morning like i i got up to speak on something to give a story tell a story so they asked me to tell a story about something and then it was like i got like every award and it wasn't just me but like you know a number of people but every category like i was getting like i I was coming up to the point where they'd stop clapping for me when i was coming (laughs) up i felt so bad i I just told you to stay up there yeah well well, so hold on. Okay. So we so so we used to, you know, when when someone else would be uh, getting all that applause, you know, we'd clap for them and and we might say something like, "Man, you might as well stand up there." You know, someone from the crowd would say, "You might as well stand up there." Ha ha. Or or they would say, uh, "Man, you're you're uh, you're wearing a you're wearing a path in the carpet," you know, because he keeps stepping going up. You're wearing a and. Uh, so it was maybe the second time that I'd called up and it was awkward. So maybe the fourth or fifth time, you know, so this is the second, second time they call me up and it's, this is the most positive place. And <laughs> that point in my life, definitely the most positive place. It really was. And I get up there and they're like, Aaron, all right. And, and I go up and I'm awkward. People are like, you know, just a few claps. And it's like, all right, this is taking longer than I expected. And because I felt awkward and because I, yeah, just because it was awkward, I said something to the effect of, you know, I, I might as well just stand up here. Right. <laughs> because I felt awkward. I was like, I felt someone should say, right. I didn't like yeah, the silence walking back and forth unless you want to get yeah. exercise. Right. I was, but I was joking, you know, it's like usually other people say that for the person, but I was like, I said it even like, oh, well, maybe I should just stay up. Like I recognize how awkward this is for all of you. You know, that's what I, dude, I got booed. I got, (laughs) 
oh no <laughs> they got the the vp on the mic he was like the senior vice president he's like the head honcho he's like the main guy and he goes whoa 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 and puts his hand, big big dude big dude from used to be a new york uh, cop big dude just whoa 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 <laughs> and puts his hand like on my chest before i go sit down and i'm just there and he's like no 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 we say that for us you know or we get to say that to you you don't get to and people are like yeah boo boo that freaking that guy alvin he was like boo he was booing the hardest the hater i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna find him that professional hater but yeah that's one of those and where he was like all right and he was the guy was trying to i guess dad me you know just like hey you know son don't do that not yet I, champ yeah not yet. And i was like oh man this is i didn't mean to say it like that i just felt awkward and i couldn't even uh, i was like i didn't mean sorry and i just i just sat there and i just fell into myself i just just i felt so small and i don't know why i haven't i think about that i think this is the first time i've ever told anyone that though i really do i think it's always been in my mind oh who maybe now that i've <laughs> phil's phil's loving this <laughs> phil's <laughs> laughing at, at uh at my pain and my pain and sorrow. Yeah, that was so my mouth is even getting dry right now. That give me a second Just from like bring back is, on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good thing that uh good thing I I, I feel like I I needed to let that go. I felt like I needed to. Oh, all right. Jeff, I think you just helped me with a breakthrough. Nice. Glad I could uh, be here for you, man. Oh, I want to I got to tell you my last story and this is the most ridiculous story this is the most ridiculous story from working there um we uh so those those uh those meetings every one one or twice in the evening where we get people in do a recruiting so there was a another town nearby that was just kind of building up but it was it was kind of country but like rough country like it wasn't like there was a there was like a uh, a Walmart there in that town, but it was just like the regular Walmart, like right. not a super Walmart, not 24 yeah. hour, not, it was just like the first Walmart, you know, yeah. you know, so <laughs> nothing else has really been built up. So, but there was a lot of new communities popping up. So there's a lot of people and a couple of people from the main group moved over there. They want to do a, a meeting there to invite people from that area. Cool. So, uh, they rented out this, uh, meeting space in like a strip mall, like a strip plaza that was next to like an Italian restaurant slash bar. And then like, it was this big meeting area that was right next to it in the strip mall. Right. So we had our, our little thing there. It was great. And then everyone goes into the, um, to the, the bar area, all the guys, you know, all the guys, gals, everyone on the team, you know, they're in there at, at the bar. There's others, there's locals there at the bar too. And, and no one's getting like, no one's drinking like crazy or anything except for like the locals that are there. And I don't know what happened. This guy, Chad, he was one of the, one of the, he was a mid-level, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but he was big yoked, like swole guy, but like so sweet, the kindest, most gentle guy. And then, and in that, all right, well, he's there. He's got his hands in his pocket pockets. And then one of the locals starts saying something to him and he's like, what'd you say? But I know Chad. And not the intent nor the impact of it was like, what'd you say? It was like, oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? And he leaned in and the right. guy just clocked him right over and just, and his hands in his pocket. And he's like trying to get, get in his balance. And when we saw that, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm at that point, 21 years old. I've never had like some 
crazy, you know, uh, like fights or anything like that. But I've, I've scrapped a little, you know, and I was, and I looked at, I, I felt horrible. I was like, not Chad. And I turned, by the time I even turned to see what, what else could happen, we had like, there was like four or five guys that were like top level that they were all cops in New York and they all started up in New York and then they exploded by they were like, what are you doing? One of the guys, <laughs> I remember this is, oh, this is so great. This is so great. This is something where like, if you see in like a movie in a bar fight, you're like, yeah, that should happen. It's actually weird if it doesn't happen. You know, someone picks up a stool and Picked breaks up a it. a pool cue or a stool. Yeah, pool yeah. breaks yeah. Yeah, and breaks up. And <laughs> one of the guys, one of the guys was like, you know, curse it, curse it. Hell no, hell no. And he grabs, he's like, I got you. I got this is one of the cops i got you and he takes the stool and he and it won't break he just he just keeps hitting it like three or four times and he ends up just throwing it on the floor by that time it's all over he spent his whole time trying to break a stool that was unbreakable wasted time uh, yeah. oh but that was crazy that guy ran off to the back the cops came and then oh that's right that's so great. The cops were there and they were like, well, where, uh, well, where is he? And the people at the bar were like, oh no, he ran off. He, he took off. And, uh, you know, we're like, well, we didn't know. And, and, but we're like, no, he's in the back. He's in the back. He's in the bathroom. He's in the room back there. And the cops were like, well, we can't just go back there unless, you know, we have any, re any calls and the, the owners and the people in the, um, the kitchen are saying, no, he's not back there. And it was just like that for, I felt, I felt like five minutes, like, no, he's back there. The cops can't do anything. We're inside the place. And I just looked at the cops. I was like, hold on. I really got to use a bathroom. I said, I and he was like, well, the bathroom's right there. I was like, where is it? And I just went right back into the kitchen and like started and like opened up one of the doors. And the guy was just like in the linen closet or like in the, <laughs> in the, uh, the, the broom closet, just sitting there, like crouching down, like on a crate. And I opened the door and then like a cop, scooby-doos you know just, just one of those and i was like oh look he, here he is and i just walked out I, I, ah, look at that that was a good little story to end on where this guy was a hero no definitely <laughs> where this guy put someone to jail that evening oh no hopefully not i'm sure he's fine i'm sure whatever his issues were they're resolved why wouldn't they be would hope so yeah would hope so right jeff Thank you so very much. I greatly appreciate you sharing your stories. So at the end, we like to, uh, I like to ask if there's any reflections from your stories or anything else that, or any, uh, any lessons or any reflections that you might have that you look at or that has, uh, you know, maybe shape some, uh, uh, shape some part of your life or something that you go back to, uh, you know, constantly remember uh, like a lesson you've learned. There's the phrase. Whoa, that took forever. Phil, remind me to write that script out. Golly, lesson you've learned from the job. <laughs> yeah, is there uh, is there a lesson that you've learned from uh, from that ridiculous job, or not the ridiculous job, but that that time? Um, <clears throat> let's see my experience there. Uh... No, I don't learn anything. <laughs> That's the best because I realized that not and I, so this is <laughs> nice. So I realized that uh, that some people aren't going to have you know it's just going to be a ridiculous story and it's like no I really don't have it. So and I'm actually surprised that more people I, look. I want to be honest with my guests. I love every one of them, but I'm sure some of them are like, yeah, I learned that yeah, and like made something up. But I love that you're like no. No, it's just a ridiculous story. And sometimes that's all it is. Um, yep. I can say that 
from working back at Primerica, there are certain things that stuck with me in my mind that definitely, number one, I, man, uh, or, or failing twice that both of those tests twice, that was such a blow. Like that felt, that was harsh. And you could only take it three times. That's right. You could only take them three times. And after the third time, if you fail, you had to wait six months or something. It was oh, wow. yeah. something ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, that, that, that taught me it's good to have adversity when you're young. It's good to have some, you know, some type of stress, something that you can overcome. And, and, uh, I feel like that was, that was definitely a huge stress for me at that time. It just helped me to, to cope with better, uh, or cope better in the future with other stresses. Uh, there's also being with these, uh, these leaders in Primerica, they were like, I was hanging around with people at 15 years old that I'm 15 at 21 years old. Now it's getting younger 15. and younger. Yeah. Younger and younger. I was two and a half. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> that's why I didn't, I failed twice. Um, uh, no, but I was, I was hanging out with, you know, the, uh, some of the up higher ups that were, you know, making, you know, 500 grand, 900 grand a year, you know, and in my mind, that's like that. I know someone making that much money a year, like annually, like this is nuts. And it's not just, it's because they're good business. They know how to, they're good business owners. They're good. They're good leaders. So I was able to get a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, like little, little nuggets from them. And one thing, one thing, uh, that was, uh, that I heard was, uh, show me something that someone's done and I can prove to you that I can do it. And I've, I, that, that was burned into my brain for better or worse. You know, it's, it's gotten me into a lot of, it's gotten me into some situations, but, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I can do it. But I've, uh, that has always stuck with me since then. It's like, oh, well, okay, well, that's what Google's for. That's what chat GPT is for. You know, I don't know how to do it, but I'm sure I can figure it out and I'll, and, uh, yeah, having that open mind and that confidence to an extent, Jeff. I thank you so very much. I greatly appreciate your time. I greatly appreciate you being a guest on the show. And uh, yeah, I look forward to talking to you in the future. Oh yeah, by the way, you're up, I think three, the next three episodes. No, I'm just kidding. You're like, <laughs> what? No, you signed the contract. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. It. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. You didn't learn. You didn't learn. <laughs> I didn't learn. I didn't read anything. Thank you, Aaron. Darn. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> thank you. See y'all. Bye. Bye. broadcast of the MSP Media Network.